Godfrey's Gospel according to Michael Godfrey. Covid hit firms should snap up cheap cash. I went for a walk around Carlow Town on Saturday and to be honest, I felt sorry for anyone trying to stay in business. I remember a time when the January sales were something everyone looked forward to, but there was very little cheer in evidence last weekend. The shops were still peddling Christmas fare, and while the odd person was looking for a bargain, the lack of atmosphere wasn't conducive to convince others to splash the cash. Perhaps it had something to do with a general feeling of gloom. Christmas, and even little Christmas, had come and gone. Those who were paid monthly had mustered enough courage to take a look at their bank balance to see if there was anything left to carry them through to the end of the month, while others simply had nothing left to spend. In other words, the weather was on a par with the mindset of most people I saw out and about. Miserable. And to top it all off, they couldn't even buy a cheap bottle of wine or a slab of beer to soften the blow, thanks to the introduction of minimum pricing. But I have to hand it to anyone trying to run a business in the current climate. Their optimistic outlook over the past couple of years has shown just how resilient these people are and they should be encouraged to remain that way as the pandemic rolls on and on. This is why some serious questions have to be asked about why the 1.5 billion euro allocated for use in the COVID-19 credit guarantee scheme remains unclaimed. The closing date for this scheme has been extended for a further six months. As latest figures show that little more than a quarter of the 2 billion euro in soft loans have been utilised by pandemic-hit businesses. I have no doubt that some businesses could use a cash injection, be it in the form of a loan, a grant or a handout. Which begs the question, why has all of this money remained unused? These loans are particularly attractive, as they only carry a 20% credit risk, with the remainder being taken up by the state. Perhaps the low uptake has something to do with the small print, and, as the old saying goes, the devil is in the detail. Just like the minimum pricing on alcohol. When the idea became a reality, many people would have said they were all on for it. And yes, there was too much drinking going on, especially during the pandemic. Then what happened? We went on a mad spending spree just before Christmas as retailers went to war with one another to see who could sell the cheapest slab of beer or bottle of spirits. But all that ended with a bang last week when people who had got used to buying a half-decent bottle of wine for around €5 euro suddenly discovered the cheapest bottle of Plonk now costs €7.10. And the slab of beer they had got used to buying for as little as €12 euro was now priced at €25. Euro. As I've said, the devil is in the detail. These rules had been there all along, but not too many people had taken the time to examine them until they had to. The same could be true of this credit guarantee scheme. Like all government forms, there always seems to be pages upon pages to be filled in, and sometimes it's not that easy to get your hands on the required information. Businesses of all sizes need help at the moment, and as in any crisis, some have thrived over the past two years, but most have struggled. I still believe that people should continue to support local business, be it a restaurant, pub, dry cleaner, supermarket or whatever. They are the people who make it all work for the rest of us. But can someone have a chat with those who make up the rules and regulations governing the credit guarantee scheme to see if they can be tweaked 
so the remaining 1.5 billion will be taken up. If that happens, all businesses will benefit, and the rest of us will gain a little as well. Time to think with Father Paddy Byrne. Some spiritual tips for New Year 2022. The best resolutions are elastic. They cannot be broken with a single act. If you swear never to touch red meat, one burger ruins the resolution. On the other hand, if you pledge to eat healthier food each day, you have a chance to fulfil the resolution in you. Below are five elastic spiritual resolutions that can carry you throughout the year. Number one, engage with people more than pixels. Looking at a phone is quick and undemanding. Texting is easier than talking. It gives you intimacy without danger. This year, resolve to spend more time looking into someone's eyes when you communicate with them. Replace an extended exchange on text with a meeting for coffee. Make a promise of presence. Number two, take your soul seriously. It's easy to pretend that what we watch and how we speak have no effect on us. But the constant pounding of hatreds and dehumanisation that marks so much of our media has consequences for our character. Part of who you are is the sum of the influences you choose, what you watch, who you associate with, and how you speak about others, both publicly and privately. Life is a continuous journey of soul shaping, and this year, resolve to keep your deep journey in mind. Turn away from something seductive but corrosive, such as Twitter rants full of bile, or people who continually insult those around them, or depictions of violence that take savage delight in suffering. You only get one soul, don't squander it on things unworthy of its majesty. Number three, increase your kindness. If you wish to feel kind, do something good. The great secret of moral growth is that it often begins from the outside. Rather than your joy leading you to smile, your smile can lead you to joy. Behave generously, even when you do not feel like it, and the habit will grow, as will your innate quality of kindness. The act can be small or large, it can be a charitable contribution or a gentle word, or help with a heavy bag on a train. Do it. Number four, choose someone to forgive. All of us have legitimate grievances in our lives. Some people are very hard to forgive, but you need not begin with the toughest cases. Small acts of grace will grow. Forgive the guy who cut you off in the street. After all, you have cut people off as well, on purpose or inadvertently. Forgive the person who made an unkind remark about you. Choose a place to begin. The more you forgive, the less the world can injure you. Forgiveness is a soft shield for your soul. Number five. In forgiving, include yourself. Fight against perfectionism. Leave a dropped stitch in the knitting of your life. There will always be more possibilities to get something wrong than to get it right. Allow yourself the latitude of mistakes without self-punishing. God is supposed to be perfect, not human beings. Have personal expectations, but don't enforce them with a hammer. As we begin the journey of 2022, I love this celebrated poem. Change me, Lord. Change me, Lord, and make me whole. Renew my body, mind and soul. 
Create in me a brand new thing. Wash me on the inside and make me clean. Take out the junk that's in my heart. Please, Heavenly Father, give me a brand new start. I've always tried doing it my own way, but dear Jesus, I surrender to you my all today. Change me, Lord, my all to you I give. In your word I truly want to live. I want your spirit in everything I do. I want to be more like you. I want your spirit to dwell deep inside of me. I no longer want to be bound, but I want to be totally free. All things must come to an end, and I refuse to let the devil win. I want to eat of your word morning, noon and night. Lord, I want to be pleasing in your sight. It takes commitment, fasting and prayer. With a sincere heart, you'll be there. Change me, Father, from the inside out. Serving you is what it's all about. Use me, Lord, let me be heard. I want to help spread your holy word. On bended knees and a humble heart, change me, Lord, even if you have to take me apart. Change me, Lord, my body, mind and soul. I am ready to be made whole.